Looking to better balance your life and weight? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Shred Life Podcast, providing you the guidance and tools to become a new version of yourself with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. Hello, Shredders. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Did that scare you? (laughs) It did a little bit, yeah. Yeah. I'm intense this morning. I haven't had my coffee yet, but I just felt intense. When You're we intense without it. You're good without the I'm coffee. Good without <laughs> it. Someone was telling me the other day that sometimes they listen to us. I know people know, but you can listen on one and a half or two times speed. And they we listen to podcasts on one and a half or two speed because it gets them through faster. But there are some people, and you'll notice today I'm trying to speak a little bit slower <laughs> because when people listen to us on one and a half, apparently I am... Um, you can't understand anything I say. No, I speak on two. It's funny because I I listen to every podcast on. There are m- maybe a couple that I do on one and a half. Everything else is on two. And when I try to listen to us on one and a half or two, I finally pick up my pace, and I'm just like, oh, I wish that's how I normally spoke. But you naturally speak quickly. You're so quick with your talking. Yes. That um, yeah, I'm just like, no, this is not an option. One speed it is. So, yeah. Yeah. So I will try to speak slower today for those who do it. And if you have not done that, go back and listen to one of ours on two if you want. <laughs> and maybe I'll try and pick it up a little. Yeah. You sound normal. So that on we two, balance Which is out. great. Um, so, episode five. Tell them the super creative the, the, the super creative title we've created. Oh, episode for this. five is Circumstances and Thoughts. We just had to keep it <laughs> it's, to the point. It's right? as basic as it is. So yeah. last week we talked about the model. And we introduced the model to you guys. And it was kind of like model 101. It was very basic sides of the model. We went through how the model is created and what how it works. And, how and it, why it's so important for all of us. So important. And how it solves any problem. Um, so what we're going to do over the next few podcasts, to give you guys a little dive, is we are going to focus this week on circumstances and thoughts, which are the first two components of the model. Um, next week, we're going to focus on feelings. The entire show just on feelings. Because, let's be honest... That can easily be an entire show on its own. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to focus the next week at the end of February on um, actions and results that come from that. So let's just do a quick recap of the model if we can. I'll give you a, a quick shoot of the model. Um, circumstances are things that are neutral that happen in the world. We're going to talk about them today, so I won't go into much detail. But you have your circumstances. Then you have thoughts. That's a, a, a sentence, sentence in your mind. sentence in your mind. We're going to talk about those today as well. Every thought about a circumstance will create a feeling. Mm -hmm. That feeling that is created from that thought will drive you to take an action. Or or inaction. Inaction. And then that action that is driven off that feeling that came from that thought will deliver a result in your life. However small, however large. We could be talking about the smallest things like the weather up to the biggest things like your feelings on, um, you know, uh, other people or weight loss or anything that's big in your bad life. relationships, bad relationships, yeah, finances, like it'll and, deliver results. And your result will always reinforce your original thought. So it's usually a, a thought loop. A thought loop is when you just continuously find yourself going back through that model because your result reinforces what you're thinking about the circumstance. And just brings you right back to that same feeling, that yeah. same action, that same result, which brings you back to that same thing, that same thought that you've got. 
So it's just a, a thought loop. That's right. what a thought loop is. And that's actually a really good check. Us as coaches know to use that as kind of our final check on a model. We're working up with someone else or working on our own. That thought loop is a way for us to check if the model is on track or not. Because if you go through and you do a thought and then you do a feeling and your action has nothing to do with your feeling and that brings you a completely different result and your result is something like, um, you know, um, I get a pet, I get a pet dog, but your thought was about losing weight. You're like, okay, hold on. What the heck happened? What happened there? When I felt depressed, I wanted a comfort and my result was I went out and bought a dog. And, and this can happen because, um, but let's, let's look at that model for a second because I think that's a really interesting one. When you think that weight loss is hard, you feel depressed, and so you seek comfort, and so your result is you end up with a dog. And so what happened there is um, you you actually created two models. Yeah, because <laughs> so your, action, your action got messed up there. Yeah. Because your action was that you seek comfort in what? What about, what about feeling miserable about weight loss makes you seek comfort to solve the, the feeling miserable about weight loss? Yeah. That's not going to be a dog. It sounds right? like your action was actually that you went out of your way to distract yourself from losing the weight and worrying about exactly. that. You were trying to buffer or get away from what you really need to be working on and you ended up with a dog. So, so the model is so important that we're actually going to dedicate not just one podcast to it, but we're actually going to get through four podcasts just on the model. We think that it's such a important thing to let shredders know about. If you really want in on the shred life, if you're on episode five with us, it's obvious that you have an interest in shredding things in your life that are not serving you. And the model is one of the best tools you can have for that. Um, so we want to deliver that to you in its totality and we want to do it justice. And that's why we're dedicating mm-hmm. this much time to it. So let's talk about circumstances first. Today's circumstances and thoughts, the C's and T's um, of the model. And that's what we're going to talk about. So in circumstances, we're going to, for each topic, we're going to answer a few questions for you. Um, For circumstances, what are they? So circumstances are things that happen in the world. They are neutral. Um, It's a fact. And uh, it's reality, essentially. Yeah. So it it really is a neutral fact. There's no bias or opinion to it. Um, You have no direct control over a circumstance. Um, Some examples of circumstances are other people's opinions, other people's behaviors, world events, child abuse, murder, terrorism, your boss, your job, anything where you don't have direct control over it, and it's just something that happens in the world. These are neutral things, okay? Now, some people don't understand that difference. How can child abuse be neutral? Mm -hmm. The fact is, with a circumstance, the... You know, a circumstance being a neutral event, child abuse happens. That is somebody causing harm to a child. That's a neutral event. Not everyone in the world would agree that that's horrible. As hard as that can be to hear. Right. But the person doing it obviously doesn't see something wrong with it. Right. Or they wouldn't be doing it. Exactly. Their belief or their value is driving them to think that that's all right. That's a thought in their mind. We're going to talk about thoughts today. but. The fact of child abuse is neutral. Mm-hmm. Although I would disagree with it. That's my thought. That's my opinion that I've yeah. formed on it. The fact that child abuse is an action is neutral. Yeah. Terrorism is neutral. I was going to say, it's How many same... people think 9-11 was horrible? Right? You, Every... you would assume everyone that this would everyone just you be, know. everyone would feel that way. But for 
people like the terrorists or, um, you know, people on the other side of it, they thought it was a very successful day. Right. Again, as hard as that is to hear, but it just they goes may to even show, celebrate that day. Exactly. But it just goes to show that there are always two sides. It's, it's things that have happened in the past when they're facts it's much easier for you to understand that it's happened and then you can form your own opinion right. and your own thought about it. Now let's talk about one of Jennifer's friends. Everyone met Jennifer last week. Jennifer is our avatar. She is our, our person that we use to describe things with. Um, she's just completely made up. Um, but we know a lot about Jennifer. And so we know Jennifer has friends. And some of Jennifer's friends like to, like to be very direct and honest with Jennifer. And they like to you know, form opinions and make comments and tell her things that don't serve anybody. Now, Jennifer's friend is a circumstance. Jennifer's friend, Sarah or Sally or whoever you want to name her, is just a circumstance. Jennifer's thought about her, that she's rude, she's direct, those are her thoughts. But her friend's behavior, her friend's judgments, her friend's opinions are all just circumstances. They're completely neutral because to her friend, she may think that that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's her value. That's her belief. Okay. So, um, what are they? We know this a neutral fact, no bias or opinion. We have no direct control and they are just things that happen in the world. So why do circumstances matter? Because they're the neutral happenings that really shape and control everything in our life. These things that happen all around us shape and control everything that happens in our life. And it's based on the power that you give them. It's based on the thought that comes from them. That's where we get individual with our models. But the circumstance is just neutral, right? So how do we misinterpret them? And I think this is a big part of circumstances because a lot of people are misinterpreting them. Um, And the first way we misinterpret them is... We think that we can just change them and it would make us happier. We think if we just go out there and if we just put a bit of effort into changing everyone around us, all of our environments, everything that happens in the world, if we just change the whole damn world, we'd be so much happier. Mm -hmm. People just acted the way we wanted them to act and said the things we wanted them to say. And people stopped war. People stopped killing each other. And, you know, there was no more child abuse and no more terrorism. We would just be happier. Mm Mm-hmm. And the fact is, we all understand that's illogical. We can't do that. We don't have control over other people's thoughts and other people's beliefs and how others behave. You only have control over your own and yourself. Right. And so that's why we can't all just individually go and change the world. We need to, each of us need to have that mindset of what you're hoping for that this, oh, okay, this is bad. This is a bad idea. I shouldn't feel this way. Or, you know, um, I should care more about this. I sh- you can't make other people feel that way. That has to come from themselves for them to change their actions. Right. You, you try to do this. You try to, um, you know, go against reality, essentially, because a circumstance is reality. Mm-hmm. It's right? like Byron Katie says, Circumstances are reality, and when you choose to argue with reality, you lose, but only 100% of the time. Only 100 <laughs> Don't worry about that. Yeah, it's exactly. It's not a bad word. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we do this, but if you think about it, if I thought the entire world should change based on what would make me happy, that would be great. 
but that is so selfish because what you would want, Laura, for the whole world to be doing is very different than what I want the mm-hmm. whole world to be doing. You would like every second store to be a quilt shop or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there are things that would make you happy. I would like everyone to get a free private jet. I think that's why the world should go because that would make me much happier. So every time that you want to change the circumstances in the world to better yourself, it's a selfish move. You have to understand that these circumstances in the world are there for a reason. They're there for a contrast in our life, contrast of thought, a contrast of emotions. Those are all important facts, but they are neutral Mm -hmm. and you cannot change the world. So how can we use them better? And I think this is absolutely key before we go any further in the model. You have to know how you can use circumstances better to your advantage. Step one, we first have to accept that every circumstance is neutral. You have to be with us on this, guys. You have to know that other people's behavior, that your boss, that your job, that world events, that terrorism, that murder, that rape, that child abuse are neutral events. The most horrific things you can think about in the world, a mass shooting, a school shooting, anything like that, is a neutral event because there is somebody out there who won't agree with you that that is a bad thing. There is someone who has a different opinion. Well, and you're, you have a feeling on it because you're aware of it. But these things are happening every day and you're not thinking about them every day because right. they're not in the forefront of your mind every day. They're not brought to you by the media every single day. You don't know what's going on in, if you're in Canada, you don't know what's going on in the U.S. right now. Right. And if you're in the U.S., you don't likely know what's going on in Canada right now and you don't know about um, the murders that are going on or the robberies or you know, the acts of terrorism that we never even hear about until something is foiled and then you've got this huge feeling about it. But you didn't know that it was going on this whole time in the background. So you have to be aware of the circumstance as well to to choose how you're going to feel about it. Right. So you take something horrific like even rape. The word rape, R-A-P-E, when I say that word, you all feel something, right? You feel that's bad. Rape is bad. Some people don't even like the word. They don't like to hear the word. They don't like to talk about it. Rape is bad. That's my opinion as well. Mm -hmm. But the fact that R-A-P-E, that word written on a page or said out loud, creates a feeling in you only because you gave it a thought. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, those are just four letters that are put together to make linguistic sounds. That's it. When someone else hears that word, they may think that that's a good thing. They may think that that feeds a need that they have. And this is what those, you know, rapists and those people, this is their, their motivation, right? It well, feeds and a need. Well, even just people who speak a different language, they may not recognize the right. word. It just goes to show that a word for you doesn't mean the same thing to everyone else. Right. You give the word meaning. Yeah. So any of these things you're giving meaning. Circumstances are just neutral things. They're just letters put together to form a word to describe a neutral fact, a neutral event. And yeah. that is it. Yeah, and that can be a really hard one to digest. So make sure that you give it lots of thought. Make sure that you are able to accept that and um, question question it. Like find out where your resistance is coming from because we're not saying that your thoughts are wrong about a circumstance. Everybody is entitled to their thoughts and opinions. Everybody is. Right. We're just saying that the circumstances are neutral, and that's our building base for where we go 
upwards in our mo- or downward in our model. So it's what you choose to think about it. We're not trying to take that away from you. We're just saying that the starting point is neutral and then you give it thought. Yeah. Um, the other things you can do to use these better is accept that these are things that you cannot change. And I want to be clear that accepting that is not condoning that. That's right. So accepting that you cannot change child abuse in the world is not you saying you condone child abuse. You can still, you can still fight it through your thoughts and opinions and have your own values towards it and beliefs. Because I think we can accept that there is a ton of great things going on in this world and a ton of terrible things going on in this world. Right. But again, those are just thoughts. But I'm just saying it's, it's not that we're condoning those bad things or those, see, I'm doing it. Yeah. There's no bad things. It's what I'm choosing to believe is bad. The second you put a descriptive word into something, right? You look at a TV on the wall. If you say that's a small TV, that's a large TV, that's an average TV. As soon as you put a descriptor in there, you know that you're now messing a circumstance with an opinion or a bias or a thought. So um, child abuse is a thing that happens. It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing until I give it my opinion and say child abuse is bad. I feel like it's until it's released to the humans yeah. and then and then yeah. we do our judgment on yeah. it. Yeah, I was going to say, think of a Jeopardy board. All these yeah. bad things are just, just titles, top, titles yeah. on the Jeopardy board. Exactly. And then, you know, at 200, it says, is this a bad thing? Yeah, exactly. And a thousand is, this is the most horrific thing it's, in the world. <laughs> think, think of a circumstance almost like a topic and, yeah. then, and then you decide yeah. what you're going to add to it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and the last thing that you can do to use these better is be conscious of your thoughts that you create for various circumstances. Be conscious of when your thought is coming into play on the circumstance, especially when you're doing a model. Because as soon as you add that descriptor, you're now into a thought. As soon as you add an opinion or bias, you're then into a thought. Now that brings us to thoughts. thoughts. Who would have guessed? (laughs) Um, So thoughts, what are they? Thoughts are a sentence in your mind. It is what you choose to think about the circumstance. Right. It is tying your opinion in. It is giving giving your your ideas and your interpretation from your mind, not what every el- not, sorry, not what everyone else is thinking, but it's it's about you. It's what you decide to think about something. Right. Now that sentence is your mind is something that you get to create freely. Yeah. You have complete control over what that thought is, what that sentence develops into. Like I said, some people will develop a sentence that says 9-11 was a very successful day. Some people would develop a sentence that says 9-11 is such a sad and horrific day and I mourn that day, mm-hmm. right? Some people, just a sentence that you get to freely create in your mind. You have full control And over some that. people are indifferent to it. Right. That's the other thing we have to remember is that while we're saying that we can add positive and negatives to anything, a lot of people are also just indifferent. You right. know, if it didn't affect them directly, they but really have no that thoughts That circumstance or is not driving anything in their life. No. If 9-11 is not something they think about at all, say they're from, you know, South Africa and it doesn't ever come up or, you know, a yeah. different part of the then world. you're just kind of And they're like, 9-11 is, is a day. Yeah. Right? Some people don't even like to see that day in the calendar. Some people see that day and see that... And close the um, curtains and right. put the or, covers or over their head. Or they see that, and... you know, there's a, um, you know, oh, there's bingo at the church hall on September 11th. Uh, uh, how could they do bingo that night? That's so disrespectful. It's just some people is neutral. Some people have thoughts, right? Yeah. So the sentence in your mind you get to create freely. 
It's it's driven by all your values and beliefs, though, mm-hmm. right? That sentence you're creating is driven by everything you've been raised to believe and all the values you've created as a person because that's what makes you think child abuse is bad. The values you have that that is wrong, what murder is wrong, right? These are values and beliefs you have, and this will cause you to form thoughts and opinions. So why do they matter? Well, <laughs> the basis of it is very simple. They are responsible for every result you get in life, they cause every emotion you experience, and they drive all of your behavior. Mm-hmm. Boom. How are you not interested in learning more about yeah. how these thoughts rule you? Yeah. Right? This is, this is the model at work. Yeah. Um, so they, they matter so much, and the thoughts are really the beginning of the unique approach to everyone's model because circumstances are neutral. Remember, everyone can write down the word winter. Everyone can write down the word, the word terrorism. Everyone can write down the word um, Sarah's behavior, right? But what makes it unique for you is when you enter into thoughts, okay? Um, so how do we misuse thoughts? This is the big one, guys, because this is where we do mm-hmm. everything wrong, typically. And this yeah. is what drives everything else wrong in our models that brings us results we don't want. Um, you know, we misuse them by, we don't accept that every thought is optional. And I think this is the big one for people. People don't allow ourselves, we don't allow ourselves to change or create new thoughts. We think that every thought we have is just the thought we have, and we can't change that. Well, and many of us, don't question what we think. A lot of our thoughts and beliefs are from how we were raised and what we were conditioned to believe. And so um, it's it's just one of those, but I've always done it this way. Right. I've always believed this to be true. Why would it be any different? When was the last time you actually questioned a thought, especially a thought that brings you pain? Right. I think that's that's a huge one. And why do you choose so many to thoughts think? Bring us pain. Yes, exactly. And why do you choose to think that thought? Is it possible that you don't have to think that way about that thought? Or is it possible you don't have to think that way about that circumstance? Right. So. Right. And so we adopt, but we adopt these thoughts from other people. These are things we've been raised with, conditioned with, mm-hmm. right? These are our beliefs and opinions of other people right. that we take on. It's like, it's like fear. We talk about this all the time in Mastermind when I'm talking to people, but you're born with two fears. You're born with the fear of loud noises. And you're born with the fear of falling. Those are two fears you're scared of. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's yeah. all you have as a human. Everything else is conditioned. They're fears you borrowed from other people. You borrowed your fear of the dark. Why is a dark alley scary at three in the morning? Yeah. The alley is not different. What you believe because of movies and, and society and other people's opinions and things you've heard and stories mm-hmm. is that a dark alley is scary at three in the morning. It is no different. Yeah. Than a dark alley or than a bright alley at two o'clock in the afternoon. Well, and, and even then I'm thinking, why does our daughter not, not like carrots? It's because your sister doesn't like carrots. And your sister has said to our daughter that she doesn't like carrots. And our daughter has never even tried carrots. She is 10 years old, but she believes it to be true because her aunt doesn't like them. So it's so your you, thought is <laughs> our daughter doesn't like carrots because of her aunt. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it's, it's just interesting what we latch onto, what beliefs we choose to right. to pick when we haven't even experienced it for ourselves. Yeah. And it's usually based on people that you um, look up to or you admire or something yeah. like that, like your parents well, or my parents you know, always older friends way. or something like yeah. this. That, that, that's where you grab those exactly. things from, right? Um, so 
The other thing to really give thought to in your thoughts <laughs> is what makes something true? What makes something so true that you just believe that that's true? And it yeah. typically is someone else also believes it. Yeah. But what made that person believe it? Well, that someone else in their life believed it. Well, where along the line did that actually become fact that that's true? Well, and yeah, so true. When are are you thinking this thought because you experienced right. that result that you're so afraid of or worried about? Did you experience that yourself or was it a friend of a friend right. or because your dad said one time when he was younger, he did this. And right. Is it possible that that doesn't have to be the, you can trace the that outcome for you? Easily. Yeah. Um, and so the thing you have to remember is people, massive change in people come when they start to question things they've always believed. Mm -hmm. I always thought losing weight was hard until the day I questioned that. Yeah. And then I lost the weight. I, you know, I always believed in this type of religion until the day I questioned that. I always, people who are in a cult, I always believed in all the lessons I learned in that cult until the day I questioned it. Mm -hmm. And then they come out and talk about Scientology. They come out and talk about whatever and say that, you know, for years I believed it until, you know, one day I questioned it and then everything changed. Yeah. Right. So all I'm saying is, can you not have that epiphany that those people have on a greater scale every day in your life on the smallest things by just questioning mm -hmm. the little things like mm -hmm. your job or your finances or your relationship and just see if the thought that you have about it is true. And it doesn't even have to be about negative, no. you know, it can be, is my job actually as terrible as I'm making it out or, to be? is my job actually as amazing as it is? Because for some reason, I still get upset there. Yeah. So I always tell people how amazing my job is and I love what I do. Question that once in a while. And just make sure it's true. And if it is and it serves you, keep it. Yeah. But all you're doing is questioning it. It doesn't mean that you have to change it when you question something. It just validates, is that something serving you or not mm -hmm. in your thoughts? Um, how can we use thoughts better? Well, number one, we have to accept that every thought is just a sentence in our mind. It is just a sentence in our mind. It's a free will sentence that you can mm -hmm. change anytime you want. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, number two, we have to accept that every thought is optional and can be changed. It can absolutely be changed. No matter what the thought is, I guarantee you can change it. Like we talked last week with some of our examples, it may not be so easy to change to that what you need to change it to right now. Maybe. You may need a bridging thought, mm -hmm. something in the middle that fills the gap because you may not be able to go from, you know, um, you know, losing weight is so hard to losing weight is so easy. You yeah. may not be able to flip that switch, which is okay but you're going to need something in the middle that will gone, serve you. Because you've gone so long believing oh. a thought, it can be really hard to just all yeah. of a sudden break free from that. Right. So the questioning phase is kind of where the bridge thoughts start forming of like, well, maybe it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. And the maybe, word maybe can be okay. It's better than this, never. Maybe this isn't so hard. And you can have multiple bridge thoughts that just, you know, keep extending the bridge closer and closer to the new model. So. Right. Um, you also, to, to use thoughts better, you need to challenge your thoughts often, mm -hmm. challenge them all the time and just make sure they're serving you. And if yeah. they're not, those are the thoughts you change because yeah. that will create a whole new model for you. Um, and then be conscious of the fact that poor thoughts will deliver poor feelings, poor feelings, deliver poor actions and poor actions give you poor results in life. Mm -hmm. So it's all driven. It's not driven off the circumstance. This is what we all think. The circumstances are what drive the results in our life. No. You look at people out there who have 
what you think are horrible circumstances. People who have lost limbs, people who have gone through tragedies, people who have been in horrific accidents, you know. Uh, the living conditions of third world countries and what isn't right. available to them and things as simple as water. And you look at those people and you ask, how are they happy? What they've done is they've taken the circumstances of their lives and they've applied thoughts that will serve them. While you may think that they are horrible things that happen to them and how could they be happy? You know, you have a soldier who comes home from Iraq missing a leg or missing an arm and it's completely dependent on the thoughts those people give. Some people take those challenges and they, you know, put them in stride and they achieve amazing things because they are now, they want to prove that that hasn't taken anything away from their lives. Mm -hmm. You look at the, you know, the people who, um, you know, with no legs or one leg who run the Boston Marathon. I was going to say, or or in the Olympics, just like absolutely killing it. It's incredible. It's all based on the thought that they gave that circumstance. Yeah. They could choose to think that this just ruined my life. Or they can choose to think that they are so blessed that they're still alive and yeah. that the technology is advanced that they could walk and run the same as anyone else because yeah. of that today. If they lost their leg 50 years ago, wouldn't have happened. Yeah. They wouldn't be walking around or running the Boston Marathon, right? Um, so it's all based on the thoughts you give things. So poor thoughts deliver poor feelings. And then feelings will drive everything else that you experience in life, your actions and your results mainly. Um So next week, we are going to talk about feelings. The entire show will be based on feelings Mm -hmm. um, because there is enough (laughs) enough content. We all feel enough that that's that's one podcast. And I think I think it's the biggest area where people. um, It's really what drives actions and results in your life. And so, if we can get a handle on understanding that circumstances are just there, you don't have to do any work on circumstances. Just understand that they're there. They're neutral. The thought work is where you do the majority of your focus because that is automatically what creates a feeling, which automatically... It's what, it's what puts you on the road right. to a, a desired or undesired Like result. if you think about a GPS, if you put the wrong address in, that's a bad thought yeah. because that will take you to the wrong destination. If you put the right address in, if you just took two minutes to make sure the address was right, you would get to the right destination. Mm-hmm. And that's what the thought is because... As soon as you put that address in, you're automatically going to take the freeway, which is automatically going to take you to the interstate, which is automatically going to tell you what exit to get off, right? That is your feelings, your actions, and your results. If you just put the right address in, if you get the right thought, automatically you'll feel the right way. Automatically that feeling will make you, cause you to take the right action. And that action will deliver a result because you're just going to take the action. Mm -hmm. It's not, those things aren't conscious. The only conscious part is the thought. That's where you have to do the work. So feelings are these things that are going to happen to us because of a thought that that we gave something. So that is next week, though. We are going to talk about feelings. Feelings are um, going to be next week, and then uh, the following week will be actions and results combined together Mm -hmm. into one show. Um, So if you have any questions on the model, we always welcome you guys to email us, info at theshredlife.com. Um, if you have show ideas, if you just have questions about past shows or if there's something that you want us to dive into more, or you just have a question you'd like us to answer in the podcast, we would love to hear from you guys. Info at theshredlife.com. Um, also I want to remind you to visit theshredlife.com. You'll find all kinds of great information about our upcoming retreat, which is happening in March. Uh, there are a few spots left for that. Um, also our amazing freebie offer, which is our meal plan that we're giving away. You just have to put your email address in and you get this amazing freebie from us. Um, and then all things shred, 
anything shred related is going to be on our website. It will drive you also to our Facebook page and our Instagram and anything else you want to be part of. But that's where you can keep up with what we're doing. Um, again, invite you to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. That really helps us out, really helps us build the audience and reach more people, which is just our mission. And that is it from us for this week, episode five. Next week will be episode six. I'm so excited. I am too. I yeah. hope everybody has a great week. And we will talk to you. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, and a happy Valentine's Day. Yes. And we will talk to you soon. See ya. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Shred Life Podcast with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit theshredlife.com on Instagram at the underscore shred underscore life underscore and facebook.com slash shredmastermindlife. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe and we'll catch you next time on the Shred Life Podcast.